0: To this week's episode of a work in progress thanks for downloading it we hope you enjoy it today we're talking about something that we're probably all guilty of doing but it, we can learn how to change that and today's topic we're talking about is how to not to, how not to take things personally that's the key element there the how not to i think we're all very good at taking things personally
1: so it's the how not to take them personally so kim do you want to start with the definition yeah thank you um i think this this is a fascinating topic in terms of uh, like you say to me it seems to be a quite a common thing that we do we take things personally so in our conversations, we were thinking about actually what is the, the opposite of that is how not to take things personally. So let's have a look at a definition, as you say. So, taking things personally, the definition of that is to get upset by the things that other people say or do. Because you think that their remarks or behavior, behavior are directed at you in particular. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, so this is something that something someone else will do or say, and uh, we will th- we will take it that it's about us when it's not necessarily about us, and we all do it. So let's explore that, shall we? Yes. So so I, I've had a little research about it, and um, what I found is that it can quite often be linked to fault and blame, and uh, I guess we. We would feel we would feel that we were at fault or that we were to blame, um, but the fact of the matter is that we have little control over how others see us and what they say to us. Um, what we do ha- have control over is our own thoughts and our responses, and yet we we tend to, in relation to what someone else says or does, we we take it, we yeah we take it personally. We take it as if it is it's us. Um, I've got a little example actually that happened, that happened recently is that I, um, was dealing with the general, with the public. I was in a, a role where I was, um, doing a, re- uh, being a receptionist of, so um, people facing and, uh, somebody, uh, was obviously upset by something that I'd done, which was not my intention. And, um, and I was shouted at, they shouted at me. Mm. Uh, for doing this whatever I've whatever done not taking them into consideration in their in their respect um, but I, it wasn't my intention at all I didn't mean to do that and so I it did upset me and it you know and I felt myself tearing up over it and uh, and then with this in mind not taking it personally it didn't take very long for me to kind of um, switch into actually they might have had a bad day or, you know, it's something about them. It's not necessarily um, what, the, what I've done, what my, my, my actions to them, what has caused them to be, to shout at me. And now it's, not, it's quite unusual for people to shout at me. So that's what that was. But I thought it was quite a good example of, you know, not taking things personally. And thinking back to my younger self, and I probably would have been much more upset by it. And I think because of personal development... Mm. and having this in mind not taking things personally but it's really interesting that 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 pushed that that button for me yeah and of course I thought oh this is good practice and not taking things personally (laughs) that's what I thought
0: I feel it's important to point out here that we're not going to be talking about how to be a doormat um you don't have to take rubbish behavior from someone else um so I, th- I think it's important to say that, you know, not just go, yeah, oh, they're being definitely. rubbish because they're having a bad day. Yeah, They still have a choice as to whether they're treating you as a decent person yeah. or not. Um, so I think it's important to clarify that and say, you know, yes, they might have been having a very bad day and everything, but really they need to take responsibility for themselves. Yeah. It wasn't at all
1: personal, um, no. but, but yeah, it's... And people don't always take responsibility what Absolutely they're doing not. and so you are yeah. going to come against that i up against yeah. that um i'll come in later on about you know um ways ways to to address this but let's explore it a little bit yeah. more what um what sh- has you got an experience or uh anything that you wanted to share about taking things personally yeah
0: well i i think that we all do it especially if you're quite a sensitive person which i am you know um i think that there have been lots of examples in my life where, well, you know, regular listeners of the podcast will know that I didn't grow up in a very happy home. So I was brought up to believe that everything was my fault. So I was trained to take everything personally. But then as an adult, since I started the development work on myself, there's still times when that happens. And A big example is a few years ago, um, there was uh, two women, that they were both quite reclusive but they came to my classes, I boosted their confidence, I included them in my social activity so they joined in with a lot of the things that I did and one of them started having an affair and they wanted my approval. And I said, You don't need my approval. You know, all you need is to know that you're doing the best you can do. But because I didn't give them approval, they turned on me and they were aggressive. They threatened me. They said some horrible things about me. And it really upset me for a very long time. But thankfully, I can now look back and go, I'm glad I'm not them the fact that I can't learn from an experience and they couldn't, you know, it showed me that a lot of people, and this will come up again, I think, in this podcast, a lot of people will only think about themselves and their reaction to something. So we had a lot of mutual friends and I said, well, if you're not going to challenge them, then I don't want you in my life. And they took that personally because they didn't want to think that they were condoning bullying but they didn't want to get involved because it didn't affect them. And I got a lot of nasty messages. You're telling people who you can be friends with. And it's like, well, no, I'm not telling you who you can be friends with. I'm telling you I choose not to be friends with mm. people that condone bullying. It's entirely up to you what you do. Um, so, yeah, you know, but it really still broke me, you know, and I got quite ill over it. But now I can look back and think, you know, I left a whole community because of it. Which I miss but then I also think I don't want to be part of a community that allows for bullying to happen um and yeah so I I did take it personally I really did you know I'd done so much for them and it hurt that these other people weren't standing up for me but it was a really big lesson in learning that if it's not affecting them a lot of people won't bother getting involved even if someone's really hurting Um, and that's not about me that's about them that was a very long-winded answer
1: (laughs) (laughs) thank you thank you I think there was lots of things in there uh, particularly you know what what how do we know that we're taking things personally Um, Mm. and I think for me it would be about feeling hurt and upset what would Mm. it be for you How would you know you're taking something personally
0: yeah there's that there's betrayal i think as well you know when you give someone your love your affection your time your your knowledge when you give them all of this and they turn against you i think there's that betrayal um so yeah i think there's a lot of emotions that come up with it and Like I said, for me, I was brought up with a rod of guilt. You know, everything was my fault. And so it's my, the little cave person in my brain automatically goes into, oh my God, what have I done wrong? It's my fault. And and it's taken years and years of training to get past that. But Mm. even now, my initial response is, you know, that really hurts. What have I done? But then I can talk myself around and go, this is their issue. It's nothing to do with me
1: yeah no that's really good, and there is that like you say that default position is what have I done or oh, that's you know I've done something wrong um and I think it's like you say the the stepping uh, taking that a little bit step further and um and questioning that, who's that who is that about um, which makes me think of criticism mm-hmm. and I think because if um, in times when I felt criticized, what I've learned to do is to, is to explore that and ask the these two questions. Is that true? Is whatever I'm being, when I feel, if I feel criticized, is that true? Am I, is that, is that truth? And where is the evidence? Mm. And so I think it is, you know, those exploring it a bit further rather than, you know, recognizing and feeling that, that hurt Mm. and then and then doing those questions so that's more of a of a cognitive exploration of it isn't it it's acknowledging the feeling and then going into the cognitive rather than staying with the feeling which could be fault and blame and guilt etc
0: I think it's important though that we allow ourselves to feel the feeling
1: definitely
0: rather than oh no no that's their issue I don't need to deal with it because that's another issue in itself if you can't deal with why someone's behaving that way if it impacts your yeah. life but also you know the criticism criticism is hard but mm. then it's also something that we learn from isn't it um i was on a call last week and um they used the acronym fail and i really liked it first attempt in learning mm. and i really liked it and and that's what a criticism is and it does depend how someone delivers it to you I mean, if someone said to me, V, you're really crap, it'd be like, OK, that's rather personal and very broad. You know, what am I crap at? You know, because I'm good at a lot of things, but I'm not great at some things, you know, because I'm human. But if someone was to sit down with me and go, V, I think you need a bit more help with your organisational skills. You, if they went, oh, you're, you're just crap at organising. That they'd be right, but it would be a half-way saying yeah, it. But yeah. if they said, "Oh, I think maybe you could do some do with some help," brilliant. Yes, please tell me what I can do. Thank you very much for being aware of me. And it's a completely different approach, isn't it? To yeah, definitely. not taking it personally, but also being the person that delivers the criticism and how you deliver it.
1: Yeah, so it's in the delivery, and mm-hmm. I really like that. And I saw that as a as a social media post recently Mm. um it may have been UV I don't know um the fail (laughs) fail first attempt in learning and that's interesting because yeah I'd seen that as well um yeah okay so I came across um almost like you know when we take things personally what it means is that we're invested It can mean that we're invested in something if we take it personally, which is a good thing. So it made me think of a spectrum where there's a positive side of it. When you take things personally, let's say you're invested in something, like you're invested in your job, you're invested in your relationship, which is good. And then when you do that, you're engaging with others at your best. So that's a good side of it. And then you've got the other side, the other end of the scale, which is like the negative side of it, which is what we're talking about here where you feel like a victim as a result of others' behaviour. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was an interesting scale that you could go up and down that. So it's good to be take things personally in some ways. It's not all bad, but it's when you get down to that feeling like a victim as a result of other people's behaviour that, um, mm. that it, can be a, it can cause you a problem. And I do hear it quite a lot in my work, in terms of how people feel in relation to what other people do. Um, So I've mentioned this video before. I'd like to remember what what podcast it's in. I can't remember. (laughs) So so it's Frederick Imbo, How Not To Take Things Personally. And when I mentioned it before, I did say we're going to do a, a whole podcast on it. He was the guy who, it's on a YouTube video, and um, he was the guy who decided to work as a referee because he wanted to, one of the reasons what he wanted to do was to learn how to take criticism. I mean, that's just a great thing, isn't it? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so criticism and, you know, it's always it was always, always, always the referee's fault. So he just wanted to learn how to deal with it. Mm. And, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a good, it's a good watch. Um, and what he comes out with, he, he says that there's, there's two sides of this coin and one side of it's not about me. So when something happens and you start to feel per- it's personal, to just, just realise that it's not about you. And if that doesn't work, then the other side of the coin was it is about me. So, so if you break those down... It's like, firstly, it's not about me. Like I said in my first example, that that person, you know, might have had a frustrating day. It's about them. They're behaving in that way because of something that's triggered them. It's not actually really targeted towards me. And generally, I think most times that will probably work. But then sometimes it it won't fit right. Well, then maybe it is about something that you've done. And it's being able to work out the difference between the two.
0: Mm. But also whether, even if it is something you've done, I mean, if you've gone round hitting kittens over the head, then you deserve all the criticism you get. But if you've put a file in the wrong place or something, you know, it wasn't intentional. But also to remember that sometimes we do, like we've mentioned already, those things that, are hardwired into us you know and if someone criticizes us for something that eight year old us used to get frequently criticized for it's bound to bring up those emotions isn't it um but to remember that to remind ourselves that i am not eight anymore you know i am not that yes. little girl anymore i am not that small person i'm now an adult and you know so yeah i think it even if we have made a mistake very few people make mistakes deliberately do they so yes, to exactly. know that it is, it's not, yes, I'm sorry, Mr. Smith, I deliberately put your folder in the, the Z pile because I wanted to annoy you today, you yeah. know, that so we're not going yeah. to do that, are we? So again, yeah. that's about not taking it personally, isn't it? But, you know, it's a mistake. We all make mistakes. We're all human.
1: Um, Absolutely. And that happens. Yeah. So it's about, um, so when, when you were talking there, I was thinking about self-compassion mm-hmm. and uh, we've recently done our, our podcast on self-compassion. I think it was important to, to do that one first before we come to this, because I think, you know, I think that's what helped me in that instant was to be kind to myself and comfort myself. Um, and that's so important. And we know that that's not, a natural doesn't come easy very often to to people ourselves included and you know I think if you if you feel that you're you know you get that you're taking things personally bring some self-compassion to it but we'll come on to to more of things you can do but I I like that those two things of it's not about me number Mm. one and then maybe it is about me number two and they sound a bit contradictive don't they but i think it makes sense and hopefully it makes sense to you as a listener and um just to in some ways to sort of clarify the first one it's like thinking about what is the intention of the other person what is going on for them so not even oh they're just having a bad day but what was their intention mm. if they if someone has done something in your and their action and um, you've been hurt by that or you know there's been some misunderstanding it's first of all what is the intention of the other person and then maybe that can make more sense and then bring in the self-compassion to yourself about your hurt and if that doesn't work then go in looking into your if it is about you so what has that triggered in you is that insecurity a part of you that you haven't come to terms with yet when they say, like, it's hit a raw nerve. Maybe it's hit a a raw nerve. Um, And there was something, I think, that was in the video um, about um, when someone says something and you know there's no element of truth in it, you really believe there's no element of truth in it, that you can, it's easier to deal with. But if you think there's an element of truth in it, then, um, then that's again that will hurt. So, for instance, V, if I was criticising you and I said, "Well, you're just a you're a banana," then and I'm you far would, watermelon, <laughs> you you would know that that's not true, and and it wouldn't possibly hurt so much. Yeah. Um, but if you know, if it was something that you that you believe to be true, that I said, then that, you know, even if it's unconscious, then it would it would hurt you more, it would cause you more discomfort.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I think even, if I liked the, it's not about me, it is about me. Because oh. even when thinking, if you did say something to me that was hurtful and you didn't know that it was a trigger for me, then for me i'd have to step back and think well one she didn't know it was a trigger and two why am i still feeling this way and three what can i do to change it so again it's about a, another podcast we've done about self awareness isn't it you know and yeah. and learning from it and seeing how we can develop on that um, yes yeah, so i do get the when i first read it i thought I don't get it but now that I'm sat here thinking about it I do think yeah it, it does make sense you and I'm not a footballer by any means but the, for the referee yeah. you know it's well I'm the referee could just be following the rules and then something else and then it's not about him it's about the player that wants to cause yeah. a problem but if something happens and it is about him it could be that well I made a mistake in this game Sweden versus Germany or something and i don't want to make seem, seem to be making the same mistake again so then it is about him isn't it in his history so yeah, yeah i think that's um quite a simple way of thinking about it really yeah. uh, which yeah. wasn't at first
1: <laughs> so like i say sounds a bit c- counterintuitive doesn't it so so after kind of Looking at that video, seeing that, doing a little bit more sort of like, you know, research and and stuff. And so what I became aware of is there's quite a lot of advice about how not to take things personally, which surprised me. Um, Because I thought, well, if there's so much advice, why is it so difficult? So what do we think? Why is it so difficult not to take things personally?
0: We're brought up that way, though, aren't we? you know, as women especially but you know there are i don't mean to discount men at all because there's some men as well that feel that way and some women that don't but it's hard when someone's saying something that's hurtful to you you're the one receiving it and it doesn't matter how logical you can be about something it's you know it's like if you go for surgery to have something removed you know it's going to be good. You know it needs to be done. But that doesn't mean it's not going to hurt. And and it's the same, isn't it? So even if someone, that's a very poor analogy, but you know what I mean. But it's we're still taking it personally because you're the only other one there. And it's hard, no matter how logical you, you are, to not immediately think, oh, that hurt. Um, because we're the only one receiving it. So it's... That's why,
1: I think. It's the hurt, isn't it? It mm. seems to me as we're exploring this. It's about the hurt. And then I was thinking, what about, do we take things personally that are good? Not so much, no. But we should.
0: It's, it's one thing, um, when I teach my workshops, and also I've written about it in my upcoming book, um, I don't know when I'm going to get bored of saying that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: never, never. <laughs>
0: um, but I talk about accepting compliments and being proud of what we do but you're right you know if I came up to you well you know I I do anyway but if you went who you are and I went Kim you're always so brilliant and you went oh no no I'm not no I'm not so you're not taking it not taking it personally yeah but really it's it's a gift and you should be proud Mm. of it because you Mm. are always brilliant so
1: yeah yeah so 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 about acceptance interestingly because that was something else that I picked up. so bear in mind acceptance so we're accepting something. so so when somebody somebody criticizes you or you know does something do are we accepting that or do we push that away? I'm not sure um, but definitely with the positive what we're saying is if we don't take it personally um, we're not we're not accepting it. And something that I think came up for me from the, the video was about awareness and acceptance, which is a, is a bit of a, a topic for me because of my, of my newfound um, love of meditation and the two concepts really in meditation are awareness and acceptance. So I noticed it, I think, and this is what came up because I thought awareness is, is it? It's not about me or it is about... So there's that awareness there of who is it about. And then the acceptance is in terms of what you've just said about, do we receive it? Do we take it too much? That you know, we've just taken it, you know, regardless of, of uh, whether it belongs to us or not. Or, and also acceptance of our vulnerabilities and our fallibility about making mistakes and being wrong so in other words I think when we take things personally are we kind of discounting that and you you touched on it earlier about making mistakes and it's okay to make a mistake when you said about filing in the wrong place and things like that and I just think sometimes we're we're so afraid of making a mistake and I know that's I I've definitely come from that place of almost like be perfect, everything has to be perfect and you can't get this wrong and you can't get that wrong. But just that common humanity of the self-compassion where we can make mistakes and we can accept that, okay, yeah, I could have done that better or, you know, I can learn from that, but definitely the learning.
0: Yeah, and I think that's important. You know, we you don't just get in a car and drive it. You know, you don't go, oh, I can't drive. I'll get in that car and I'll drive it and I'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Do you? You have to learn and you're going to make mistakes as you learn. And that's the same with everything. From the minute we're born, we're learning. We don't come out fully formed talking and walking, do we? We don't criticise a baby because it falls over when it's learning to walk. And yet we're too readily willing to criticise ourselves if we make a mistake. You know, if you're starting a new job if you're learning how to make something if you're anything that we're doing that's new we tend to think we have to be good at it straight away and it's like well no we we have to learn how to do it you know and that is part of accepting that well that's the 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 anagram again is not an anagram you know but the failure the first attempt in learning you know why it works the acronym Mm -hmm because mm. you know we do make mistakes as long as we learn from them it's a different issue if you make the same mistake over and over and over yeah. as long as you learn from it then yeah that's a good thing it can sometimes be a harsh lesson to learn yeah but the important thing is that you're learning
1: yeah and maybe that then you know i was thinking about you know how can we learn <laughs> how can we learn not to take things personally Maybe the, one of the things, one of the, um, I won't necessarily put them in order, but number one might be, um, see this, see it as a, as a learning opportunity, what can you learn from it? I mean, does that, we said before about it doesn't take away the hurt, but maybe acknowledge the hurt, that's been quite hurtful, or upsetting, or um, painful, or hit a nerve, but what can we learn from it? And, um, and one of the things that I read about, you know, how we can do this. or so another top tip was pause and perspective. Yeah. So that whole thing where something difficult happens and we go into fight or flight. And so there's the awareness of aware that you've gone into kind of a, um, automatic, um, reaction and notice it and then pause So again, self-awareness and learning about pausing. And then use the skill of perspective. And we've done a whole episode on perspective. Take a step back and gain some distance. Because, I yeah, distance from the situation and see the bigger picture. Because I'm thinking sometimes, because we're so invested in something, we get attached. And it's about detachment. So there's something there. Not taking things personally, get some detachment. So what other ways would you think about maybe gaining some detachment?
0: I think it is like you've just said, the perspective. I don't think if we were to stop taking things personally, would that be shutting off our emotions entirely to protect ourselves? And that's not good either. So I think the, okay, that hurt, why did it hurt? You know, is it something to do with you? It is about them in terms of what they've said, but what does it bring up in me? So being aware that it's okay to take things personally, but we can change it. It doesn't have to stay in that victim mentality, but also we can move on from it, that we can learn from it. That, What we can also... This is more of a confidence thing as well in saying. So you know the example you used earlier where someone was yelling at you. It's, I mean, I I think it's really sad that quite often you see in doctors and dentists and other surgeries like that, please do not shout at people. I mean that should be a standard. We shouldn't need to be warned, but if they do to say. Mr Smith I'm sorry you're having a hard day but I can't really help you if you're just yelling at me so can we just calm it down a little bit and that might aggravate him further in which case get the police get him out (laughs) Um, but yeah just to try and diffuse the situation but also know that you don't have to stay in that situation Mm. you know it's not your job literally figuratively to stand Mm. there and take abuse from somebody you, know, it's it's okay to walk away, um, mm. and deal with things the way you need to deal with them, and yeah, so yeah. that
1: makes me think of of um, being kind to yourself. Yeah, definitely. Um, in in a different way to maybe traditional how I would think of self compassion, being kind to yourself is maybe you don't have to stay in that uh, the situation. Um, you can walk away, but then always, you know, if you can. Um, Come back to the situation if if it's if you are able to, um, so that things are resolved. Uh, Working on your confidence. You mentioned confidence. That was another thing I came across. In that, possibly the you know it seems reasonable that the more confident you are, um, the more you um, believe the higher self belief you have. That the less you will take things personally because again I think a bit of that detachment.
0: I think there's also a point, to, something to point out there is that with you becoming more confident and standing up for yourself you might lose people along the way. So for example I had someone in my life who only ever came to my events when they were making money out of it so they would never come to my events to support me and when I said I feel quite hurt by this they turned on me and so I was confident enough to say something but I'm also confident enough to go that's my truth. I express my feelings and if they couldn't accept my feelings then we're not the right people together anyway so to know that just because you're confident doesn't mean that things are going to be easy and a bed of roses all the time but it will also help you go okay i i understand that you know i understand why they're annoyed about what i've just said but i know that's my choice and that's all i can live in so living with that as well you know having the confidence to stand up for yourself really Mm. because you're worth standing up for that's what we need to learn
1: Definitely, and yeah, definitely, almost like a stronger sense of self, which is which is what these episodes are about, and just a reminder that we do have a confidence episode as well. Um, <laughs> it's the like last an index, bit... this episode, it's <laughs> it a bit, it's getting like that now, isn't it? Uh, just on the last bit, really, of kind to yourself is, um, you know, if you're taking something personally and you're aware of that, and it, you know, and it may be some feedback. So, so um, taking that seriously, but not to not to d- diminish your value. So keeping your value, even though you're hearing something that you might be uncomfortable with, treat yourself gently. That's that's my um, final thing on that. Is yep. there anything else you want to say about how we cannot take things? Um, I keep saying seriously. <laughs> how we cannot take things personally. I
0: I think to be fully rounded individuals that grow our emotions are always going to be impacted either for the good or the bad mm-hmm. but to know that's living you know and to live fully we have to experience fully and um, you know so it's about learning that even though we may get hurt by something that other people said uh well actually this leads me into my quote so normally i ask Dead you forward. first But my quote this time is the way people treat you is a statement about who they are as a human being. It's not a statement about you. I couldn't find the source of that, but I would imagine I know I've said something like that many times and I'm sure millions of others have. So, yeah, yeah, it's about remembering that it's not necessarily about you. It's about someone needing to vent and not having a more emotionally intelligent way of doing it. And you're just in the way. And lovely and that's kind you.
1: of what we've been saying all the way through is isn't it yeah. yeah thank you for that V so what about your quote Kim do you so, have one so this, like- my quote is is a bit uh left field and I'm happy with that <laughs> see there's as confidence a- for you as, <laughs> as, as I was researching this and looking at I came across the word grace and um and I thought well this is interesting what is this grace what does that what is that meaning i know it's a as a person's name but i'm just thinking what is that quality of grace and grace is a quality of behavior that is polite and respectful and i thought that's something to you know, if you're taking things personally, to just bear in mind what would have been what would have been polite and respectful for either the other person to to behave like, or for you to behave like. So, if you like grace, I thought was an ideal, and this is my this is my quote: "Grace means that all of your mistakes now serve a purpose instead of serving shame." That's good, and that was is by Brené Brown. So I'll come back to Brené Brown again. I just loved the way that that summed up, what some of the things we were talking about, about if we make a mistake, we know someone comments on that, da, 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 da. Anyway, so that's... Yeah,
0: yeah. Again, it's another subject that we could probably just carry on talking about for hours, isn't it? But we will come to the end because we've been talking for about 35, 40 minutes, I think now. So it's been lovely to share with you again. We do enjoy recording these and we love the feedback we get. So please do continue sharing that with us thanks for listening and you can follow us we've got our website but we've now also got twitter and instagram so twitter is positivity underscore awip i I can't remember what is that is our instagram the same kim i think it's the same isn't it uh if you google positivity a work in progress you'll find us anyway Uh, Or you can email us at awippodmail at gmail.com. Thank you, as always, for joining us. And we look forward to joining or have you listening to us next time. Thank you. Bye.